This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Welcome to the Mental Fitness Podcast with psychologist, author and speaker Colette Smart. This is a podcast designed to equip you with the tools and techniques to help you navigate through some of the unique issues we are all facing during the coronavirus crisis. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Mental Fitness Podcast. This is Colette Smart. Like many of you, I'm navigating having children at home doing schooling online. I have a 12-year-old son doing his year six work online. I have a daughter in year 12 doing her HSC online. Some have said this is not homeschooling. A better term is crisis schooling. And I think that's a good distinction because it really puts everything into perspective. I'm actually a teacher as well as a psychologist. And let me reassure you, being at home all day like this is not our normal. Children are grieving right now. Adults are grieving. We need to honor that grief process. Expect our children to act out. Expect them to not want to get out of bed. Expect them to not want to go to bed. (laughs) Expect that our children won't always have words to express what's going on inside of their heads. They won't even realize sometimes themselves that this upside down time for them is creating anxiety. Give yourself a lot of grace. Some of you have lost jobs or your partners have lost jobs. Those who are working If you're in the front line, medical staff, people working in supermarkets, some of you might be afraid to go out. What I've tried to do is gather as many of the best tips I could find just on schooling at home during this period so that I can share them with you and support you. Let me start by saying it's okay to not be amazing. Don't try to be the Pinterest parent. This is not Pinterest schooling. But what we can do is make sure that we have set up a learning space. So like those of us who are working from home, having a learning space for your children must be separate to their chill space or their leisure space and encourage your children not to do their schooling on their beds. That is often the place for rest or for relaxation. You'll also be surprised at how fast things get done when you homeschool. So don't artificially try to create busy work like they would in a school day. A school day is around six hours long, but the bulk of the day's lessons, particularly for primary age children, could be finished in two and a half hours. And parents get a little surprised at how quickly that happens. The former chairman of NESA recently said, It isn't appropriate to be structured in concentrated and engaged learning all day while at home. He said, that isn't actually what happens at school. Kids don't remain in this focused state for long periods. I know from my teaching days and when I'm still in the classroom from time to time, a chunk of the lesson includes getting Joe to take out his pencil, Sarah to turn to page six, Mel to stop nudging Ben, or Liam to come back to his seat to do his writing for the sixth time. There's lineup times, there's assemblies and break times, and all sorts of other great socializing that happens at school. And that's just not part of a homeschool or online learning day. 
So if you are time poor because you're also trying to get through your own work because you still have a job and you have to do it from home, it's important that you stick to some of the basics. That's really some of the things that we need to stick to. Take advantage of the mornings when your children are most alert and that's when we focus on things like maths, reading and some writing. A friend of mine developed this super toilet paper comic that I've shared on my uh, public Facebook page. Uh, Her kids are writing adventures to contribute each day to super toilet paper. Uh, My own son loves writing. So I'm actually approaching his teacher to ask if he can rather develop his own short book or short story series rather than do the topics that are set for him each week. So he's still writing, but he's doing something that he loves and developing his skill. For children who struggle with reading, listening to audiobooks also counts as literacy. So you could get them to read along or just listen to the story without doing something else uh, with technology or, or being distracted at that time. So really just taking in the story and the words. There's a lot of learning that doesn't end in a worksheet. Children can develop their broad knowledge by watching historical movies, or you can discuss an idea over dinner. You could listen to podcasts. Let your child listen to a podcast and then tell you about it. It still counts as learning, just as it does at school. My nephew actually has history in high school, and I heard that his school, rather than uh, what they were going to do in history and learn about certain historical areas, they actually got the teenagers to build the city, uh, replicating certain parts of history in Minecraft. How brilliant was that? Ask your kids what they're interested in too and learn about that together or let them research and tell you about it over dinner. But also go and do some fun stuff. There's great opportunities for unstructured open play. Let kids find things to do. Teach practical skills like building a fire or changing a light bulb, changing a tire, things that we never actually get time to teach our children. Get kids to read a recipe and cook once a week. I saw on Facebook parents camping in tents in backyards with their kids. I've seen children learning decking skills. Something else that counts is delivering parcels of food to neighbors' doorsteps because in that we're teaching our children empathy and emotional intelligence. These all count as learning. But equally, maybe for you, your best day will be cuddling up with your kids today and just being together. That your child feels safe and secure today might be the emotional learning that you all need just for today. Be real with yourself, parents. Be real about what's actually happening. Then journal or mentally list all the things in your head that your child has accomplished today, even the emotional stuff and the learning and negotiating stuff. This will remind you that they are learning. Our lives will never be the same after this. But one thing I can promise you is your child will be learning something new during this time. We learn from all things in life. I think it's also important that we relax some of our technology rules a little. And when I say relax technology rules, I don't mean uh, allowing technology in bedrooms for younger children or younger teens. I also don't mean that we don't take note of the content of what our children are watching. But what I mean is for some of our children, gaming or some of their social networking time through Snapchat and so on, if they are over 13, 
this is the time that they connect with their friends. And remember, they don't have recess or lunch or sport to be connecting with their friends. And so that is a very important part of their learning or their education time that they're missing out on. So finding ways for our children to interact and still be connected with those that they they love and care about. You've got this, parents. We're going to be okay. If you've found this episode of the Mental Fitness Podcast helpful, we'd love it if you could leave a rating and review and don't forget to subscribe. Please join us next episode where Colette will be sharing more great tools and techniques. See you then. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.